All right, welcome back. Busy time of year, and uh, it's time for the NHSportsPage.com weekly podcast with uh, your boy McIsaac and Dave Haley is on the phone, and it's brought to us by our friends at Chris's Comics with locations in Seabrook. i got to write this time. Yeah, he, Seabrook. He, he, always, he always shows up at Winnicott games, so in my head it's always Hampton, but it's Seabrook right over the border and in Salem. We love Chris. Chris is a huge basketball guy. We love Chris. Yeah, I love talking to him. So Chris Morris, he's uh He's one of our longtime supporters, one of our great friends, and Chris's comics. Uh, McIsaac goes in there every year dressed up as a different superhero. He usually gets beat up. And That's then, right. Uh, he goes back the next year, every year, though. I, I've never gives up. Never never stops climbing that hill. It's great. See, I like that you're still you're, you're old enough so that the mentality is if you dress up like a superhero, you get beat up. It's, it's not like that anymore, <laughs> man. It's not, it's, not, it's not like just one of the guys, which is the movie that plays in your head at 24 hours a day. <laughs> Don't try to... Don't try to cobra high me. You know, pretend I was stuffing people's in locker at Guilford High School. Give me a break. What do you got, an Iron Man shirt on, nerd? <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> I wish he was real. Okay. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I still get excited about the new Batman pictures that they got with Robert Pattinson. So, yes, I, I, oh, I nerd out. Really? Is that who the new Batman is, Robert Pattinson? Yes. That's terrible. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I fell asleep last night at two in the morning after covering that game in Plymouth, watching uh, watching one of the Lord of the Rings movies. So, listen, I'm, I'm no bad. Listen, I'm in there. I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> of Christmas comics for a lot of reasons, <laughs> basketball and otherwise. So, yeah, good good time at uh, Plymouth State. Lab. I really like those Colbert girls. They're fun to watch those Colbert girls, and I I covered them two years ago up there. Were you there that time with a Colbert Grofton game? Your one visit up there, That's and. Right. Um, they're they're just a fun group, and they're you know they they had a good one. Littleton did like what the champs were supposed to do. They didn't quite have enough. Lauren McKee played very well, and Jasmine Brown's really good. But they just didn't quite have enough. But they battled all the way to the end. You know, just like kind of the defending champs are supposed to do. It was a it was a good night. Nice, yeah. How the how the how the, how are the crowds for that North, North Country team? So probably packed the place, right? A uh, lot of Woodsville. So I got there uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Of uh, the Hinsdale uh, Woodsville game, Woodsville was pretty much in control. I helped uh, Buddy Trask and uh, Governor Gary Janess hold up a wall at Plymouth for uh, for about <laughs> half an hour during the fourth quarter of that game. And then um, Austin and I made our way to the Tower of Death high above Plymouth State. And I, every year I get in that thing. And for everyone who saw the New Hampshire Chronicle episode, you saw Sam and I in there and. Uh, um, it, it, it's definitely no one cleans that thing over the summer or the fall. It's the same dust. Like dust, it's just no one's been up there since us last year when we last walked down from Epping defeating uh, Littleton. You can, pr- you can probably go to the top row of the bleachers at this point, right? No, you want to. I, I think no. it's part yeah. of the ritual. Yeah, it's part of the ritual. It's a better spot. So Jen and Lance, I was talking to Jen on the drive home last night. Jen and Lance did the first Keene State Final Four and. They seem sort of kind of confused of, like, what we do exactly. They knew exactly who we were, but they kind of were confused. So they stuck us in, like, kind of a, a, a catbird seat up there. And I may have to take a phone call and make sure all set. Listen, I'm a proud alum at Keene State College, okay? We threw some, the Haley's threw some money into that institution. So let's, let's find us a spot, right? Hey, clean it That's up, right? Past, right? Yeah. Beautiful gym. Absolutely. Beautiful. Big, big giant Beautiful. owl at midcourt. And owl's That's not right. messing around. Love Keene State. Love my alma mater. That, as I've said many times, Keene is absolutely one of the best towns in the state. Love it. Good to see my buddy uh, Dawson Dixon up there on Monday night. Uh, assistant when, coach, uh, yeah? Yeah, assistant coach when uh, when I cover the the D3 uh, Final Four. But it was, it was a good time. We 
We weren't able to cover the Hinsdale, uh, and I won't get too into it. It's pretty simple. We didn't. We haven't gotten a ton of sponsors for the girls, and for years, you know, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, the girls deserve the same coverage, and why aren't you covering the girls?" And my daughter's team, you know, I get the emails all the time, which is hilarious because I grew <laughs> I grew up in a house with my mom, my two sisters, a female dog, and a female cat. So, and I have a daughter, and and I thank my lucky stars every day. She's not a boy, and so it's like it's hilarious to do like well, we just chose not to cover the girls. It's resources and all that, but we love. Love covering the girls. Absolutely love it. Jen and Lance have just tirelessly worked so hard, uh, and they're doing such a good job, but people need to support it. I'll just leave it at that. And for Hinsdale and, and Woodsville, nobody wanted or no one stepped up to support it when we asked. And so it came down to me spending, uh, and I know you are with your bucks, uh, me spending money, solid money, just out of my, <laughs> out of my bank account to pay for a game that nobody was going to be sponsoring. And, uh, I made the decision uh, not to do it, but we we got some help and our great sponsors at White Mountains Community College and Colbert Boosters to do the second game, and so we went up and did it. So it's as simple as that. So we want to do every game, but support these girls. They deserve it. They deserve it. We love doing it, and they they were so excited to do the post-game interview, and they were so good in it. So all positive vibes, but uh, support these girls. They deserve it. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. Absolutely. Just my stump speech. Um, So we're going to do today – Kind of a quicker one um, is uh, we don't have any controversial Twitter uh, discussion pieces this week. Um, well, at least I don't think, or I've, I've ignored them. Day, day's um, not over yet, but yeah. <laughs> I got out of Plymouth, and there was like 39 mentions. I just, eh, I just kind of ripped right through them. Um, so why don't we do, there's only a few games in Division One. Um, you and I, after we get off this, this call, we need to talk about doing uh, uh, the D2 Bracketology, hopefully tomorrow with our buddy Nate Camp. So from Kearsage, maybe we can make that happen because they're pretty much ready to roll. So uh, Justin and I are hopeful we're going to do that. And then we're going to give Jay McKenna the Friday. It, 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 to ask Jay McKenna to forecast Division One before the Friday night games is, is like asking somebody how the movie ends before it even begins. Like, who knows? Right. So, um, so this weekend we're planning to put something up with Jay McKenna, our good buddy from Winterconnet. So um, Mike Rathgaber lives in shame. At not getting the did eight, actually, nine, ten. Did we actually get it right? Or, I don't remember. It got changed so many times. <laughs> I think he ended up being correct. I, okay. I, I, I'm not going to do any research and double-check it, but I, my feeling no. is that he ended up getting it right. <laughs> did you um, – but we thank Mike did a great job, and Sam Natty is always – Sam Natty Corday had the answers already in front of him. Still did a heck of a job. Did you watch the video of America's team and – did you see the clip where Jen played Living in I saw, America? I saw by the James vi- Brown. That's the part I saw. Jen's like, I think you'll like this this part right here, and sent it to me. And I was like, I absolutely love that part. The smash cut she did. She said, uh, "You had the uh, idea, she had the execution, and it came up uh, perfectly." Absolutely, it's yeah. usually her with the idea and the execution, but I, I chipped in for once. So she is, uh, she is the greatest. She is the best. Um, so let's do uh, D four quarterfinals, which are be playing. Tonight, um, we'll do our picks, go through each game. I did a, a pretty big preview. Uh, did, did I? I will ask you. I mean, we're very good friends. People, as Ari Brakefield famously asked, are you guys really friends if you not like each other? <laughs> Which is very interesting. No. It was like parents, like, are you getting divorced, mom and dad? Like, no, we love each other very much. Um, we are friends, but you're very straightforward with me. 
Uh, do I keep the John the Baptist title of Division Four for another year? Uh, I, I, listen, what? overall body of work this year, I feel like Lance is giving you a run for your money. You retain the title, but I, I, I will tell you this. You got to step your game up. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I just wrote 4,000 uh-huh. words on <laughs> yeah. Lance, Lance, Lance has done that every week. So all, all I'm saying is he's coming for the crown. This is like how LeBron won't talk to Zion. Like you got to start doing that with Lance. You got to like like no Instagram pictures with Zion for LeBron because he, he knows LeBron, Zion's coming for the crown. Yeah, you got to step yeah. step your game up. Hit hit some forty foot three pointers and uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> See me when you and I are sitting at UNH for six games in a couple weeks. Like Lance comes over and I just I look away and just pretend I don't see him and just. Won't talk to him. Give him the cold shoulder. Is that what you're saying? Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. You just mean mug him. Okay. Maybe, maybe bump into him a little hard on the way by. I don't know. That's it's up to there's you. A lot. There's a lot of that going on press row over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get to. Um, let's just do Division Four. I, I previewed all these games today, so I invite everyone to read it. Um, Littleton is at home against Colebrook tonight. This is a six o'clock start. I think it will be over around six thirty. Uh, I mean, no <laughs> offense to the great people of Colebrook. I was out after the game for a little bit with head coach Buddy Trask. He's got a plan, but uh, I just think Littleton is just veteran crew. They were all at the game last night, um, and uh, I, I think they're just too much for Colebrook, and uh, I like Littleton in a big way. Yeah, same. Uh, Trevor Howard's team, uh, it's not over by the first quarter, but it's probably over by halftime, I'll say. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would agree. Uh, probably the game of the night, right? Well, there's a couple of interesting games. Sunapee at home against Pittsfield. I, I've been on record. I like Pittsfield in this one. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. I'm not sleeping on Sunapee at all. Um, they're always Sunapee's always in the mix. Um, I just think Pittsfield, if Quinn Bessonette plays the way he did the other night against Lisbon, um, he's going to be a real problem, and I'm a big Devin Bedell fan. I love this kid, Tyler Prentice. This kid is a worker. And Jay Dara really, I think in the last couple of years, Jay Dara's standing among coaches in the state has really risen. Would you agree with that? Like he's really oh, yeah, been for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been a really nice run. And Pittsfield is one of those schools that enrollment wise, they're not going to be able to be in it every year. You know, it's a fact. Sam talked about it in our bracketology show. The higher enrollment schools aren't going anywhere. The other schools are going to have to have their runs like Groveton did, Pittsfield did, so forth. Well, Lineborough did. Um, but anyway, I like Pittsfield in this one. Jay's done a great job. I, I do think it'll be a very good game, but I like Pittsfield over something. Yeah, it's tough to go to Sunapee and win. And I think the Sunapee folks thought I was picking Epping in a serious manner last week when I said Epping. I, I, you know, yeah. I, I pick. You know, I, I I stick with the Seacoast and not uh, not always seriously. Sometimes tongue in cheek, but I will take Pittsfield in this one as well. We we did a video for football, which was hilarious, teaching the Bedford kids and all those kids two years ago what the undefeated dance was because we have new <laughs> readers. The beauty of us, if you're an advertiser out there, is seniors leave, freshmen come in. We have an ever-evolving audience, which is terrific. We continue to grow. And I feel like we have to do a video at the beginning of the year, like, Dave's a Guilford homer. Yeah. He went to Guilford. He's going to pick them no matter Justin went Spalding. Yep. He's going to pick them in every game. Blah, 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 blah. That's we right. have to sort of explain the jokes early on. So. <laughs> Now, yeah, that's, now, that you're, now that you're up to speed on all the inside jokes, you can stop freaking yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got Liam Johnson yelling from Keene, who I, I'm good friends with his father. He's I think we're all right now. Every week. Huh? I think I'm all right with the people of Keene now because I, uh, I, I I talked up uh, Keene bowler uh, Bradley Baybutt, and he's a, he's a popular kid over there. So I think I think the I people Keen. of Keene have forgiven me. I love Keene. I went out there for a game last year. I'd love to do it again in the playoffs. I love Keene. Um, 
New Market at home against Woodsville. Uh, this game, little plug, is going to be on NSN. Our good friends, Kevin Trask and the whole crew at NSN. So you can watch this game. Um, I have plans this evening. It's the one night in the next two weeks I could actually do something socially. So I think I'm going to take the night off. But I am going to check in on this one. But I like... Uh, I think Woodsville's got a puncher's chance, but I like Newmarket. I just think Newmarket's very, very good. They're driving all the way to Newmarket, huh, for that one? Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, wow. Uh, I'll take Newmarket, but, uh, yeah, kudos to, because uh, cause Kevin lives in Groveton. That's, that's, a, that's a haul on a, what is it, Thursday? On a Thursday night. Yeah. I, I don't, long drive. don't know what day it is. That's 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 on brand for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jamie Walker, uh, my buddy Jamie Walker, who was uh, head coach of Woodsville, was at at the game, Jasmine Brown from Littleton is her his niece. Everybody in the North Country, I don't mean this in any like negative way. They're all <laughs> somehow related. Like you know what I mean? Like, There's like fifteen people the in the North Country, so yeah, <laughs> they're all like total. This one's a niece, and that's a cousin, and yeah. that's an uncle, and you know. So anyway, so I was waiting for you to pick something up there, and you just dropped it. All right, so roll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here's your chance to PCA over Groveton. Go for it. I'm taking Groveton. Go ahead. PCA! Derek Summers, Bryson Lund, we're coming for you, Matt Collins. <laughs> I, think this is a clo- I think this is a close game. Groveton probably wins, but I'm going to pick PCA because I'm a homer. There you go. Go for it. All right. Um, let's move on. So those, those games being played tonight. I am, after we hang up this call, and uh, hopefully – as you're listening to this podcast, I will be writing my Division Three quarterfinal preview, which begins <laughs> having a little din-din with the parents tomorrow night in Guilford. And ah. get myself set. I'm going to go over, see the boys before the game, visit with my, my good buddy Mike Curtis from uh, White Mountains, wish him luck, and then uh, you're watch the root la- against him. The, the, last, the last Guilford basketball game of the season? That's what you're going to go watch? Oh, no, that wasn't nice. I, I didn't mean that. Or did I? Last Guilford home game of the season. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's what I meant. Uh, I don't think I need to tell you who I believe (laughs) is going to win this game. I am ready to roll. I did watch the entire St. Thomas White Mountains game the other night, and uh, Jack Curtis had really kind of was a facilitator late, but Brody Labouti hit some really big shots. I'll tell you, White Mountains is uh, Rick Acolano. I spoke to him this morning. He's he's very wary of this team, and – and I know Mike Curtis, he's going to come out with some new look that's going to kind of throw Guilford off for a little bit. But um, Guilford's got a plan of their own. Uh, I like my Golden Eagles. And if they win, they go up Monday night to Keene State, where I will be with Austin Grass, 6.30 and 8 o'clock. So 8 o'clock game on Monday night. So it gets over, what, 9.30, 9.40. I interview the kids, whoever it is, in that second game in the locker room. What time is Dave Haley getting back to Hampton on probably Monday night? Like, probably like midnight, 1 a.m. maybe. Probably about the time you're waking up. Yeah. yeah, probably. But all worth it. Um. Anyway, so I like Guilford. I dare you not to take Guilford. Uh, I will take Guilford in this one. I, I, I don't take Guilford unless I really think they're going to win. So And I, and I like the, the Golden Eagles here. I appreciate that. Hopkins in home over Winnesquam, who won a uh, – they're going to talk about that charge block call for a long time over at Belmont um, on Jackson Rookie. Uh, packed house over there. It was an unbelievable atmosphere for Winnesquam, Belmont, old school uh, Lakes region rivalry. Um, Winnesquam pulled out, but no Gunnar Horman, which is big. Um, so I'm going to take Hopkinton for that reason. If 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 Winnesquam had Gunnar Horman, I think I might take him in this one. But boy, that's a big loss when you got a kid who can go for 20 and he can't play. He's in a walking boot right now. Yeah, Bra- uh, Raymond, a uh, good showing, huh? At Hopkinton, I'll very take, good. Yeah, I'll take the Rams, but look out for the uh, uh, the excuse me the Hawks, but look out for the Rams next season. I would say. 
Oh, you ready to adopt somebody else now? Uh, I believe I adopted the Raymond Rams football team not that long ago, you Dave did. Haley. So we we do have a uh, you know we have we have a bond, Raymond and I. It's uh, you know we don't, we don't like to talk. spend a lot of time in Raymond this year at the bowling alley. So it's uh, uh we'll see, we'll see. I'm taking Hopkinton oh. over with a squad here. It's all connected. That's right. Uh, yeah, Jared Pikus is uh, quickly becoming one of our guys. He is terrific. And uh, is boy, that a job he did at Raymond? I can't it, pronounce it, his last name. Is that how you say it? Pikus? Yeah, Pikus. I probably said it wrong again. But sorry, Jared. Yeah, no. He'll hold it against you. For, he'll <laughs> pretend it doesn't bother him, and then he'll scream at you one time during a broadcast. That's fair. Scenic. Uh, this is the other game we're covering. Pete, I don't know. Here's a little question for you. Who loves who more? Pete Terrier loves Messinic, or does Messinic love Pete Terrier more? Oh, they wow. love Pete Terrier out there. They do love Pete Terrier. Uh, what, what do you call that section of the state, by the way? It's not, It's not. Uh, you know, I don't even know what you would call Saucier, them. Saucierville? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Um, Rhinesville? Yeah, Stoffenecker-ville? St- Allison is so excited every time she sees a Stoffenecker. She's just, <laughs> well, who is it? To her. Yeah, to her, it's like a Dr. <laughs> Seuss family or something. She's like, oh, there's a stuff. I was watching a highlight. She goes, oh, there's a Stoffenecker. I'm like, yeah. Like Allison, a bunch of them. Allison hears theater. a who. Allison sees a Stoffenecker. That's a new, yeah. She loves it. It's a new yeah, children's book. Great. Love the Stoffeneckers. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go with Messinic here. I do, too. Yeah, it'll be fun. We've been wanting to cover Mascoma. Silas Ayers did a really good job, and um, and Ben Silas has been terrific. Um, great so- win. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you were getting to the next thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that Mascoma's had a very good season, and I give him a puncher's chance just like I do Woodsville, but um, Messenic is very good. They've earned where they're at, and uh, I, I think we're going to have a really good – I think we're going to have a good quarterfinal round, but, boy, I think the final four in D3 is going to be a dogfight. I think you're going to get four teams where anybody can win, so I, I think it should be a lot of fun. And we get to the last one. This is uh, – what. Boy, so, I'm, interested to see, I'm genuinely interested to see who you pick in this one. Summersworth at home against the Conan Orioles. The I, champ is still <laughs> breathing. <laughs> I do. I, I I have breaking news. Rob Fossey is texting me right now. He says he's uh, he's he's bright and early is going to show up at this game and uh, not going to be on the Summersworth bench. He's actually going to put him in the crowd right behind Eric Saucier. So every time Sauce turns around to look oh, at his God. bench, he's going to have to look at bright and early and have a flashback of what, what did he score, like 15 points in the first quarter against him? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm making all this up, and that would be great if Fossey actually did do that. So I think Saucier as, would appreciate as, it. <laughs> as somebody who personally has been heckled by bright and early <laughs> in, a, in a Seacoast tournament, um, uh, he was really funny. He gave me attitude once, and it was he was being funny the way he was doing it. Yeah, I looked at him. I go, you know, and this was like at the sequence term. I go, you know, I just gave you player of the week, the player of the year, like a week ago. And he turned to me and smiled. He goes, he goes, I did appreciate that. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like he for one second like took right. it off. Um, yeah, that could be that could drive Sauce crazy. I, I, I'm the opponent <laughs> in this game. Whoa! And I, I I talked to Sauce on the phone last night, and he was very, very. Unhappy about that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, January? That I said Sauce will find a way to get to the final four somehow. And well, uh, yeah, you just you just yeah you you you, uh, you 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 screenshot of the text and send it to everybody. So um, yep. uh, the, all Coach that makes uh, lo- love my boy Sauce, but I, of course I'm rolling with Summers right here. Rob Fossey and the gang. Uh, I, I think we'll get it done. Get to it. How many final fours in a row will this be for Fossey if he gets there? Four, four. That's uh, considering where that program was. 
Uh, oh that, God, yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's a pretty damn good job by Rob Fosse if he's able to Rob's get there. Terrific. And it ain't going to be yeah. easy against. I mean, Sauce is not going to make it easy. He's going to try and play this game in the twenties, I think. But uh, yeah, it's going to. I like Summersworth here. These guys are very good friends. For people that know, they're um, and uh, they, they coach together in our uh, against BABC last year. Sauce was our. He did a terrific job. With our underclassmen team, and Rob Fossey came in after Matt Regan was unavailable. Yeah, we got the AU tournament. <laughs> Not as good as yours, sorry. Do one. I had a couple of parents to be like, by the way, we love the Matt Regan impersonation. What are we doing the game against BABC's fourth graders? Mine are going to hang a bit. Leo Papilla wants no part of my fourth graders. He won't send a fourth grade team Haley, I had more time off this year because I didn't coach a high school team to get new earrings. You know, he was they, in Mexico two weeks ago. He I know. Me. He's like, I'm in Mexico, by the way. I'm like, what? <laughs> They're off the charts. <laughs> Haley, I took a vacation oh. in February for the first time in 20 years. Oh, by the way, uh, so Regan, you must have saw this, right? I, t- I tweeted something about if Andy Dalton joins the Patriots, I will jump off the, or I'll consider jumping off the General Sullivan Bridge. And yeah, Regan, like that. a second later, was like, can I do that play-by-play of that? <laughs> that was, that was uh, yeah, that hurt my feelings, Regan. Yeah, not going to lie. A little upsetting. Regan might be. Regan, we've spent a lot of time with Matt Regan. We're pretty pretty, uh, pretty good friends with him. He, uh, I thought we were. He think of us. I he thought may have I was, had enough of you and I. Thought I was good friends with him. I guess I guess I found out different. Good grief. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be the first person to just grown that's tired of our act. That's, so, that's fair. Alright, so let's get to the division one games. I'm gonna try to pump out like a bracketology column today. Don't get mad at me if I don't. I'm trying. Um what's going on over here? We got a lot our website is like stuffed with games. There's four <laughs> games, games last, last night. night. Four we did four games last night. That's, that's what I said, yeah. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I mean, we're just stuffing this thing with. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so let's talk about uh, the Division One. I'm not even going to get into the standings yet. I'm going to try to write that out. Bedford is at home against Merrimack. So Bedford, when they beat Winnicott in the game I covered last week, which feels like four weeks ago, um, they were excited about that win. It was a great win. And also, it got them closer to a top eight seed. But then Bedford turned around and lost the other night at the buzzer to Salem. Uh, boy, Robin Coffin's done a good job. So this is a big one. I'm going Bedford at home over Merrimack. These games are always – remember they played a playoff game a few years ago, and I think Matt Chartier scored like 16 of their 28 points, and they won <laughs> literally it was like 28-24. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And Bedford went into Merrimack in the quarters and beat them, and it was like 28-24. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, um, geez. I'll go with Merrimack here. I think they're playing a little better. Bedford's been a little inconsistent here, but uh... – yeah, I say yeah. This this is this will probably be a football score, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Exeter at home. Exeter got a very close win uh, over Dover. A little controversy in that one too. Um, Trinity has been playing much better here at the end. Keith Bike's done a really nice job and big big game the other night for uh, Royce Williams. Um, was texting with all the kids. We ordered all the jerseys, by the way, for the underclassmen and the senior teams. From uh, Collins Sports uh, over in Rochester, so we got uh, we got all that coming. The kids are going to be getting their shirts. Um, but Royce was telling me he had a big game against uh, Concord. They won the other night. So Trinity really has been playing well here at the end. Um, I like Exeter. All, yeah. all that being said, I like Exeter at home on senior night uh, for Ryan Grimaldi, Mike Leonard, and company. 
was going to say, the thing about Exeter is when they have a less than stellar performance, they usually bounce back and murder somebody. So, unfortunately for Trinity, that's going to be them. Well, they're going to be done until the quarters, you know, yeah. after tomorrow night. Yeah, they're done. Exeter's going to have it. So, the top two seeds are Exeter and Portsmouth. How about that? Yep, yep. So, uh, we'll get to Portsmouth in a moment. Um, Goffstown at home against Concord. Concord is is trending in the uh, in the wrong direction. They've been struggling lately. I'm going to go with Goffstown at home. And uh nice compliment from uh, my friend and yours, John Mulvey, who I talked to yesterday about a couple of things. And uh, he was saying what a great job he thinks Ryan Cowett does at Goffstown, he, how impressed he was with him. And um, I know I've thrown a lot of accolades at Ryan, but, man, he's a really, as far as young coaches go in the state of New Hampshire, I mean, he's one of the, the better ones. It's, it's exciting to see like a kid like that really kind of be that good that early. Yeah, and uh, Grizzlies have won three of their last four, uh, including a, a nice one at Dover. Yeah, uh, I will. Uh, I'll take the Grizzlies here. And they've had injuries too. Stekowitz has been hurt, yep. and kind of hijacked out for the year. Uh, Londonderry. Oh, it's been a slog for Londonderry. Uh, Londonderry. Uh, I'm taking my buddy Nate Stan after golf as soon as it gets nice enough. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy 18 holes and relax. Uh, it's been a rough year at Londonderry. Um, and he does such a good job. He's such a good coach. Londonderry at home against Nashua North. I like. Uh, I, I'm picking Nashua North. You can't see me, but I'm doing the tomahawk chop. I'm picking them all the way to uh, <laughs> to an H. Why? Let's why are you giving? I, I like North. Why are you giving North the tomahawk chop? They're, they're, they're... I'm saying forward. Like go forward oh, to okay. UNH. Get over this. Just Steve Lane and company. Get on over there. I was very confused. Yeah, I'll take Nashua North here as well. Does 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 being surrounded by the Nashua North team and talking to Steve Lane about a a slippery floor during the Jamboree. Does that seem like a million years ago to you, or does it seem like it kind of wasn't that long ago? I, I, I'm kind of confused. How quickly the season goes is my point, I guess. Yeah, and see, I, I, uh, weirdly, it seems like a combination of the two. Yeah, it does. Me too. <laughs> it does, me too. doesn't it, make any sense, but that's where we're at, right? Yeah, I, I strangely feel the same way, but everyone's shaking their head, listening to us, going, what are these dudes talking about? But anyway, it does make sense to us. This is a, a pretty good one. I think Salem's in. By virtue of that win over Bedford the night, but Salem goes at Central. I, uh, you know, give Central credit, man. They 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 were too young early in the season, and uh, they've been plugging away. And and Sudi did this last year. They played much better at the end. And um, give them credit. Uh, I'll go with Salem at Central, but this is another really good game. Yeah, I kind of like Salem here as well. A good win for Salem uh, over Bedford, uh, and they you know tough end of the schedule for Salem with uh, four of their last five on the road. But uh, yeah, I'll, Salem and a squeaker. How about yeah. that? Very close. Uh, Manchester Memorial uh, at home against Alvern. You always you told that Danny Bryson, who's a pretty good buddy of ours, and uh, I texted him last week because uh, one of the coaches on Tuesday night was saying like, "Hey, who who won the the Memorial South game?" So I texted Danny before I texted. <laughs> I think I texted he and Nate Maserol. Asking them for stats, and thank you to all the coaches that send the stats. I bug them whether they win or lose, and I I truly appreciate it. I'm sure that they're annoyed by me at times, but I, or maybe more than times, but I appreciate it. And so I texted Danny. I'm like, "Can you send me stats?" And he texted me back. He goes, "Do you ever text the coach that wins? Why are you?" Always texting the coach that loses? <laughs> I wrote him back. I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't know you lost." I'm sorry. <laughs> I ran into uh, I ran into Coach Bryson last week at uh, Noodle yeah, Place Mansion. That. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, despite uh, you know a, a little bit of a rough season for him. He's optimistic for next year. And uh, oh yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to pick Alvern. Sorry, Danny. I'm gonna They're that. gonna be right back in it. Oh, yeah. I like Alvern too. Yeah. Alvern's been 
much better over the second half. And I think for Alvin, it's about who they match up well with. Um, and I, I think that they could be a sneaky team in the playoffs. I, I'll be very interested to see who Alvin draws in the tournament. Um, they could knock somebody off. Yeah, um, yeah. There's always that yeah. one game where you're like, "Oh, look at that!" And, and Alvin's a good, I think, a good choice for for <clears throat> that team this year. That's why D one so fun is. You know, it, it, you don't get those anymore in in Division four and in kind of rarely in uh, Division three as well. But um, in D one, we've had fourteen over threes. You know, I remember yep. Exeter beating Trinity when they were two seed. I, of course, you remember Nashua North. Beating Central, Ronnie Silva, yep. and then yeah, and then Central. Uh, excuse me, North beat uh, South, I think, in the and, in the quarters. And then Dover, on the road, Dover right? did it like back to back years, I think, as, as yeah, a, as a as a very low seed. That's right with Romps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, by the way, I was I <laughs> I was at Plymouth State last night, like I said after the game, and uh, Johnny uh, Cantwell and Cody Graham had uh, the word had filtered that I was in town and. Johnny Cantwell was heading off to his intramural basketball championship game last night. <laughs> there you go. And Cody Graham was going to be a uh, a loud spectator at such game, rooting for Johnny Cantwell. So our it. boys uh, thriving at the next level. They grows up so, and they grows up and they grows up. All grown up. Yeah, those are our boys. Uh, Portsmouth at home against South. Portsmouth is playing unbelievable. How about ten out of eleven three pointers at one point? That's good, right? Sounds good, right? It seems decent. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of basketball. Yeah, BG came out zone against Portsmouth. That didn't work too good. I think they'll switch <laughs> that up next time. They'll switch that up. But Portsmouth is uh, – Johnny told me Cal Hewitt is playing unbelievable right now. Like, he's just – every decision he makes is the right one. He's shooting well. He's rebounding. He's doing all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I like Portsmouth over a good South team. Um, and Portsmouth had a tough end to the season schedule-wise, but they've yeah kind of blitzed right through it. Yeah, they, uh, the only two losses they've had, they've been held under 50 points. Uh, so if you, all you have to do, Dave, is just hold portions under 50 points. That's easy, right? Sure. That's sure. <laughs> so, Good yeah, luck with that. I'll go with, I'll go with portions over South here. This is a big one. I put this in South picks. Timberlane at home against Pinkerton. I'm going with my boy, Jeff Bowman, in the Timberlane Owls. Yeah, got to go, gotta go, gotta go Timby here, I think. At home, got to have him to hold serve. Oh, this could go either way. I'm going with Timberlake, though. Owl up. Pinkerton might finish 1-17. and 17. Zoinks. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Pinkerton. I'm laughing at Zoinks. Zoinks, yeah. Uh, Wyndham, just to be clear, because I get emails all the time. Wyndham, at home, against Keene. I put this in topics as well, and I picked... The Keen Blackbirds. I think Keen is playing very well right hold now. Hold up, hold up. Wyndham's playing Keen today? Or tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, today. Okay, I think today Spalding is playing, uh, yeah, uh, Wyndham. So I'll take. Uh, Spalding's done. No, they got one game left. They got to play Wyndham today at 4 30, I think. Uh, I, don't know why it's, I, don't, I, I don't know why it's at 4 30, but it is. Do you know I texted DB Betts for stats from them a couple weeks ago, and his exact response was, I'm in Mexico. <laughs> He does that every February vacation. He goes away for February vacation because he's a teacher. But uh, I, th- I think I wrote him back. I said, "Why don't you send me the stats of what you're doing down in Mexico?" That's just fine. I'll put that, put that up on the website. Spalding's lost ten in a row. My God. Um, Wyndham's got to play hey, you today. Want to talk about that? No, I don't. Uh, Wyndham's got to play today, so I'll take Keen tomorrow over them. Uh, Wyndham on the second end of a back-to-back. We know how NBA teams don't play well in the end of back-to-backs, right? Yeah, all those private chats. <laughs> it's really tough. 
Jesus. Um, so, so there you go. Um, thank you to uh, our good friend Chris Morse at Chris's Comics. And uh, so these are going to shrink and shrink. But we're going to try to do a couple of bracketology shows, um, with one with Nate Camp and one with Jay McKenna, try to squeeze those in, as we always do. We have a ton of... Uh, Kind of clicks on the uh, the D three and D four, so people love the bracketology shows. So very nice. Um, we uh, we appreciate the people that have left the lawn of Mike Rathgaber with their uh, with their pitchforks. Yeah, leave him alone. Um, would you? Yeah, leave him alone. Let, my, you let him get goodness. some sleep. He feels terrible about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so thank you. I know you're rushed today, so I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll be so, all right. So real quick, um, we're doing Mascoma at Messina tomorrow night. Jen and Lance are doing the D4 championship game between Colebrook and Woodsville uh, tomorrow night. I am, of course, going to uh, the greatest town in the U.S. of A., uh, Guilford, New Hampshire, to see my Golden Eagles try to advance to the Final Four. That would be, if they win, if, that would be a very subdued, quiet, I'm sure, uh, Mm -hmm. low-key post-game celebration on camera with my Guilford Golden Eagles. That's right. And then, and then Saturday night, because we work on weekends too, uh, D3 championship game at Keene State, Jen and Lance. And then on Sunday, do not call Jen Tech. She's going to be sleeping all day. That's right. Yeah, leave her alone, for God's sake. Yeah. So She's I'm, already exhausted. Not sure where I'm going to be because uh, I'm kind of locked into board up at UNH hockey, producing those games uh, until, they're, uh, until they're done. Uh, but, but I'll tell you this, Dave. If the Spalding Red Raider girls are able to win Friday night, and uh, and get to their what would be their first ever Final Four, which would be all the way up at Lead Arena at Dartmouth College. I'll, oh I, I'm going to figure out a way to get to that next week. So uh, okay, stay good. tuned. Okay, good. And then going forward, we'll have another podcast next week. And then the week after, you can see Justin McIsaac in the flesh. You can come up and you can hit us with something. Make sure it's something soft, nothing that's going to leave a bruise or anything like that. But we will be sitting at UNH together for six games over five yeah. days for the D2 semifinals, D1 semis, pro- and then on championship Saturday, uh, we'll be very dehydrated calling the Division one and two championship Actually, games. you can hit me with something hard. If you knock me out, I don't have to work. So uh, go ahead. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be there. So, yes, yeah, so, so he and I have to spend all this time together in the next few weeks, so we got to pace ourselves. So yeah. we talk, try to talk less on the phone and, you know, keep, keep it quicker. That's right. All right, well, yeah. All right. That was good, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see all y'all at the games.